Welcome to Loosen Up Your Painting Podcast, the podcast with tips and advice on how to improve your painting. For beginners to advanced, you'll learn new ways to grow your painting fun and enjoyment. I'm Malcolm Dewey, your host from MalcolmDeweyFineArt.com, and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of Loosen Up Your Painting Podcast. I'm happy to be talking to you again about issues that are affecting artists and their creativity. Now, have you heard of the expression that's called FUD? F-U-D. If you're not sure what FUD is and how this is impacting you, then I'm going to explain it all. So I'm going to also be talking about painting and some tips on how to get more creative and spend more time doing what you love to do, which I'm sure is all about painting. So as I mentioned, FUD, it's something that is used in the investing world quite a lot. Everyone's talking about it. And what it really means is quite simple. It stands for fear uncertainty and doubt. And that's because the world right now is filled with just that. In mainstream media, it's the main currency. Fear, uncertainty and doubt is what keeps mainstream media going. That's all they focus on. And unfortunately, so many of us are exposed to the media's message. I know so many artists, unfortunately, who get all their information from TV news, for instance. Probably the last place to go to get some intelligent viewpoints on what's happening in the world right now. Now, all of that fear, uncertainty and doubt gets into your psyche and starts whittling away at your creative energy. Of course, worry, fear, anxiety, all of those things eat up energy. If you are lacking in energy or you're feeling anxious, it's difficult to justify sitting down and doing some painting, any creative work like that. It just seems so frivolous. And you may find that you've got to do something more important, more serious. But of course, you end up really wasting your time. So my advice is, number one, stay away from the things that distract you from what's important, the things that make you feel anxious or make you worry about things that you cannot possibly change on your own. If that gets in the way of your creativity, then it's time to be aware of that. And once you're aware of it, you can do something about it. Now, I go into creativity and ways to paint better, for instance, in most of my painting courses. So remember to have a look on my website at malcolmdeweyfineart.com. Look at painting courses and find something that's going to help you. There's even a free course that you can start as well. 
I believe all of these resources are important. Whether you join me or another artist, it's important to take some positive action. So we'll go into that in a little more depth during this discussion. So there are a couple of things that artists are specifically grappling with, as far as I can tell. Probably the two most important issues, or most common. The one is, of course, time. Time is often used as a reason for not doing something creative, and especially when it's rationalized away because of all the terrible things going on in the world, and uh, who has time to focus on doing something creative. It seems so uh, frivolous. Once you get past that, you may find that you still believe you don't have enough time and there are other things that you have to get involved with. Very often, these are just some form of procrastination, which is one way of avoiding what you really need to do. Recently, I did a video and demonstration on what I call painting sprints, a way to do a painting quickly, set a a specific time, which I did in that case was 30 minutes, and get stuck into a small painting. I had such a great response to this video, and so many artists have been taking up the challenge and sending me photos of their work that they did in their set allocated time. And they are so surprised with the positive results. It's all about setting a doable target and getting stuck into it. And then probably surprising yourself with the results. So painting sprints have helped a lot of artists over the past few weeks find that extra bit of time to create something. Give yourself 30 minutes to complete your painting and you'll do it and have fun doing it as well, and learn so much about what's important. So now that we have time out of the way, another issue, probably the second most common, is that economics are getting in the way of creativity. Things cost more, inflation is the word of the day, and everybody's complaining about extra expenses, especially at this time when we've got all of these crazy lockdowns going on and businesses are being impacted. So, of course, one of the things that will suffer is perceived luxuries, such as art supplies, or maybe not getting that art book, or purchasing that DVD, or taking a painting course. There's an old expression I learned many years ago, and it is called nickel and diming yourself into poverty. It's all about the false premise of saving every penny and not spending anything and then hoping to get rich. Well, all you end up with is a lot of pennies and lost time and everything has raced on by and you've been left behind. So it's about focusing on what makes the biggest difference, not on the smallest thing, but focus on something that makes a big impact And we do this with spirituality and creativity as well. Artists who are keeping themselves isolated from creating through fear, uncertainty and doubt, and rationalizing it with uh, the rising costs of everything, 
all they end up doing is nickel and diming themselves into a creative poverty. So many positive things will happen when you give free rein to your creativity. One thing leads to another. But when you stop all of that, you end up in that creative state of poverty and then nothing is in motion and nothing will happen. So how do I apply this to practical things like painting? Recently I picked up an off-cut piece of watercolor paper, even smaller than 6x8, really small piece, and gessoed that and, and uh, toned it with a bit of burnt sienna, and then did an oil painting over it. I filmed the process as well, and it led to a blog post and a YouTube video that was very popular. And now I'm talking about it in this podcast episode. So that's one little piece of off-cut paper that has transformed itself into what I feel is a very attractive painting. One that I enjoyed doing and has led to significant content for my various platforms and is helping other artists learn a few extra painting techniques and to get some inspiration. Now all of that came about from simply using what I already have. A small piece of paper, some paints and about 40 minutes of my time. And see how that has snowballed into so many other things. So many positive things that have come out of that one little act. Maybe if I was feeling down on myself, I would have just thrown the off-cut away, walked out of my studio and fretted over something that's worrying me. Instead, and very fortunately for me, I grabbed the piece of paper and, and started working on it and to create a painting. This painting probably cost me really a few cents in expenses and a short amount of my time time that I didn't spend worrying about things I can't change. So, so much positive came out of that aspect, or that bit of activity. And I believe that I have not caused any problem to my economic health. I've certainly improved my mental health. And in fact, I have boosted my art business as well, indirectly. So, this is what anyone can do. This isn't for someone special. This is just a simple thing anyone can do. And just about everyone has a cell phone. So if you want to take photos or film some of what you're doing and put it on your social media, that's very simple as well. All these spin-offs happen by just using what you have and a bit of time and energy. And you know what? When you do something like this, you feel more energetic. Positive action actually makes you feel more energetic and want to do more. So I've got another saying that goes along the lines of, if you spend 80% of your time teaching yourself how to paint, the 20% left over will be used to create amazing paintings. And that means that every beautiful painting you create has got a lot of practice and a lot of time spent learning how to paint and improving your skill. 
So a little bit of work improving your skill is not going to create incredible paintings. It's the other way around. We sort of create the tip of the iceberg by first creating the whole body that's not visible to everybody. If that makes sense, but I think you get the idea. So don't ignore the work and taking a bit of time to practice, even if it is getting a bit of scrap paper or scrap canvas and doing a painting on it. Now in this instance, the painting was done on some watercolor paper, but when I have some scrap canvas, I will stick that onto a panel and paint on that. Even an old painting that you no longer want or a failed painting can be repurposed into a new painting surface. So it costs you nothing, just a bit of time and some paint. Now in the painting demonstration that you can view on my blog or on my YouTube channel, you'll see that this little painting was done with a relatively large brush, a number six bristle brush, to create a loose painting. Quite thick paint, lots of suggested detail, but transforming a big scene into a little painting like this is a great way to learn how to simplify and how to focus on what's important in every scene. It's kind of like almost an abstraction of all the details. I might finish with a smaller brush, but most of it is done with the larger number six brush. And it's not that I had to spend days or weeks with the painting. All I had to do was spend a relatively small amount of time, less than an hour, and then I've got something to show for it. I feel good about it, and the painting looks good. So a positive result all the way around. If you try this for yourself, you'll find that you'll more than likely emerge relaxed and happier and more knowledgeable in the end. And as I said, one positive step leads to another, and this will become a regular process. I enjoy painting uh, small paintings like this almost every day. Well, let's say every second day I will sit down in the evening and do a small painting. Sometimes it's for a demonstration that I'm going to share on video. Other times it's just for my own pleasure put on some music, and an hour later, I am a different person. It's a great result, and one that we can all experience. And then when the painting is done, you move on to the next one. To recap then, don't let fear, uncertainty, and doubt hold you back. Don't let it get in the way of being creative. It will simply take you down further and that is a loss not just for you but everyone around you as well. Instead use what you have, set aside an hour and just go for it. It could even be just 30 minutes. Start the painting, see where you go. Carry on with it later on or leave it as it is and then do a similar exercise another day. Positive energy leads to positive things and this will improve your life more consistently than worrying about something you can't change. That's just going to make things worse. So that's it. 
try out something new tomorrow, right away, this weekend. Use what you have and paint. And let me know how it goes. Remember, you can find out more about my painting courses and you can start a free course as well. Just go to my website and I will show you on the first page how to start. And there's many other resources you can get involved with as well. Also, my YouTube channel, plenty of videos there. Well, now all you have to do is start your next painting. Well, if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Let me know what you think, leave a review, and share it with someone else who could use some inspiration as well. Until next time then, happy painting, and cheers for now. (laughs) 